The Netherlands, and especially Amsterdam, is known for its excellent bicycle infrastructure. In Amsterdam, most people will choose to take the bike to their work over any other means of transport. This is very different from many other cities, where the biking conditions are often too restless, dangerous, dusty, cramped or simply too complicated for people to bike. But why is this? There are few things more uncomfortable as a biker, than ending up in a painted bicycle gutter on a road that is being shared with the car traffic, buses and trams. It feels cramped and unsafe. And it is annoying for the cars as well. The consequence of this is that people will prefer their car or a bus ride over a nerve-wracking trip on the bike. That's why Dutch infrastructure designers came up with the concept of disentangling. They realized that, in order for bikers to be safe and enjoying their ride, you need to untangle them from cars. You need to physically separate them from the cars. And what better way to do that, than to give them a completely different route to go from A to B from the one the cars need to take. These different main routes for different modes of traffic are consciously designed into the Dutch infrastructure and are largely responsible for the Dutch reputation of being a biker's paradise. So, you are probably thinking, why is this guy suddenly talking about bikes? Where is my weekly dose of transformational self-development insights? Don't worry. We will get you there. When we talk about disentangling infrastructure, this means the infrastructure started out as being entangled. As a complicated mess. And this is considered a problem. We started out with something that is complicated and we are trying to make it better. Simpler, if you will. You see, the terms entangled and complicated are more closely related than you might think. A quick Google search shows us that the word complicated comes from the Latin word complicatus, meaning folded together. And the close relationship between these two words is not trivial. In fact, it explains a lot. With a problem in any area, whether it is Dutch people wanting to bike in peace, or some problem you have in your personal life, your problem is rarely simple. In fact, it is usually a problem exactly because it is so complicated. Everything is entangled, into a big mess, and we don't know what to do with it. Think about a problem you have in your own life. Is it a big mess of folded together, entangled, intertwined ideas, stories or emotions? Things that don't necessarily have anything to do with each other, but that you connected nonetheless? Like the painted bicycle gutter, the situation got entangled. Complicated. And this is exactly why we often don't know where to start. We are trying to solve our problems. But instead, we should first untie the mental knot that we created in our head. It is tempting to try to disentangle the mental knot by jerking on some loose ends and hoping that it gives way. Unfortunately, this usually only serves to make the knot even tighter and harder to undo later on. Applying force, applying effort, only ever seems to make things worse. It is much better to fumble around with it lightly, until we see some part of the knot giving way. Then the rest kind of releases all by itself. Just the same, if we want to untie the mess in our personal relationships, we need to start with making sense of the mess inside of our heads. So how do we mentally disentangle our own minds? The first step to uncomplicate anything, is to realize what the problem consists of. What are the entangled elements that we are dealing with? What are the individual elements, and why would they have anything to do with each other? Only then can we carefully start to undo the knot they have been complicated into. We need to realize that bikes and cars are different vehicles, with their own speed, needs, size and regulations. This is the requisite to start to construct separate roads for both. Only when we realize what the strings in our knot are made of, we can start to disentangle them. In my blog Owning Up to Our Feelings I discussed how we should separate any situation from the emotions we experience. When somebody tells us something that makes us feel hurt or angry, it is not the content of what they say, but how it relates to our needs that makes us feel the emotion. Another person cannot give us an emotion, 
It is our own needs that cause the emotion to arise. In this case, the strings of our knot are made out of emotions and the actions of others. And we can learn to disentangle the two through a practice of empathic communication. Another area in which we can learn to uncomplicate our lives is pleasurable touch. Pleasurable touch between people quickly gets conflated with a committed relationship, but this only serves to complicate the inherently simple experience and enjoyment of touch. In her book The Art of Receiving and Giving, Betty Martin sheds light on how we can enjoy touch without conflating it with meaning. The book starts off with a simple 20 minutes exercise, waking up the hands. The exercise is about changing how you experience your hands. For the duration of the exercise, the hands can stop working and instead become a source of pleasure to yourself. In short, the exercise consists of settling into a relaxed position, taking up a small object like a cup, and shifting your awareness to the sensation of touch between the object and you. Discover with curiosity what it is like to allow yourself to experience the sensation of touching the object. And stay with that sensation until you feel a shift in your body to a more relaxed state. A more detailed instruction can be found on Betty Martin's website. This exercise can be a very powerful experience. In my own case, after a few minutes of practice I almost started crying followed by a burst of uncontrollable laughter. I had no idea that my hands allowed me to experience such a strong experience of pleasure for something as simple as a coffee mug. All I needed to do is to sit down, be curious, and allow the experience to unfold. I know this must sound strange or hard to believe. I did not believe anything would happen myself when I started. But I really recommend trying the exercise for yourself. After all, what is there to lose? One of the reasons why this exercise has such a profound impact, is because it is not about anything. The exercise has no meaning. I have no intention of starting a romantic relationship with a coffee cup. Even though it has so graciously allowed me to use it for my own pleasure. It's like a one coffee break stand. The coffee cup is an inanimate object. And this takes out the part that would complicate the same exercise, were I to do it with another human being. I don't have to worry about what my touch means to the coffee cup and whether or not the cup and I need to talk about what happened afterwards. The exercise takes out one of the two strings, and thus there is nothing for the other string to entangle with. There will be no knot. And suddenly I find myself naked in front of all my beliefs, shame and general relationship towards intimacy. All because of this coffee cup in my hand. The exercise is like placing a bike path in a place where no car can come. You don't need to look around you for cars. And when we remove the need to scan our environment for danger, this suddenly allows us to enjoy the bike ride just as it is. It's as simple as that. Untangle your life.